Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Brendan O'Leary Orange, the intriguing receiver, joins the Three Down Nation podcast. Man, thanks for taking some time. Uh, what's up? Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. So, Brendan, where do we find you right now? Uh, right now, uh, I'm out here in Reno, Nevada, just uh, working out and uh, also staying safe from uh, this whole uh, COVID-19 situation. And you're a Toronto native, so do you have any family back in Canada that you've been in touch with, as you mentioned, during the coronavirus crisis? Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, it's my mom and dad, for sure. Lee. Uh, definitely call them probably every single day. Uh, talk to them. I know my mom wants to talk to me every day, make sure I'm okay. Uh, and everything with this whole situation and everything that's going on. How did you end up going from the T dot out to Nevada? Uh, well, I ended up playing uh, uh, high school ball at Michael Power. And then um, I ended up... Uh, going and opting to do a fifth year after having a, a really good uh, OBFL season playing for the Etobicoke Eagles. Um, and in that fifth year, I ended up playing at uh, Canada Prep where uh, I played receiver. Um, ended up playing pretty well, catching the eyes of uh, some college scouts and some college schools. And uh, I ended up getting uh, the Nevada offer and uh, from there never looked back. Were there any other NCAA schools that you were choosing between? And if so, what put Nevada on top? Uh, for me at the time, um, Nevada was kind of one of my first offers that I got. Um, and, uh, it's like sitting there and talking to my coach at the time, Jeff MacArthur, uh, we both thought that, uh, it would be best for me to just, uh, to take it. And, um, after that, uh, there was a couple schools that tried to talk to me, um, like, uh, Eastern Michigan tried to talk to me, Cal Berkeley, Oregon State, but, uh, I felt like I was in a good position with Nevada, so I just chose to stay. Did you play any other sports growing up? Uh, yeah, I played volleyball growing up, basketball, and uh, I ran a lot of track and field. And did it ever come to the point where you had to sort of put some of those aside and focus on football? And if so, how did you do that? 
the uh, high school, I had to make a decision between um, – it was kind of like playing basketball and playing volleyball and uh, playing football. And uh, it came down to uh, – I know I just felt like I had more of a future in football and it was something that, like, I wanted to invest my time into. So you end up at Nevada and sort of burst on the scene there. You had a really big game, I believe over 200 yards. And what was that, 2016 or 2017? 2017, yeah. How did that all come together so quickly? Uh, shoot, I guess it came together fast. Um, a lot, lots, of, lots of ups and downs in Nevada, uh, definitely. But uh, at the end of the day, it was an amazing opportunity, amazing experience. And uh, uh, it was the ability to compete against uh, some of the highest competition in America, which uh, I definitely, definitely love to, to, to compete more than anything. Could you believe at the end of that game that you had over 200 yards on the day and were among the leaders in school history for single-game receiving yards? Uh, honestly, I was kind of shocked uh, towards the end of the game because like, I, I kind of just uh, was just playing, honestly, and like didn't really – like I wasn't really noticing like uh, like my success. It was more along the lines of just kind of just playing and everything. And what about your time at the University of Nevada as well? I know you did take some time away from – the football program to sort of focus on your academics what happened there and why did you make that decision uh i think it was like freshman year um i kind of had a little bit of a struggle uh with uh like some of my grades in the classroom and everything and i kind of had to take some time to kind of focus on uh my priorities and everything that i needed to do and that was i guess uh, school first and then uh football football and everything came second and then of course family come before that but <laughs> Was that your first time away from home, like living away from home? Uh, besides Canada Prep, yeah, it was my first time living away from home. So was it any different sort of getting used to the culture there at Nevada or anything like that? Uh, I guess you could say it was a little bit of uh, adjustment. You know, you had to kind of get used to the climate of how everybody is. Uh, you kind of you have to adjust to how uh, people talk, um, the slangs, the jargons that they use. Um, <laughs> You really need to kind of just uh, kind of kind of kind of almost be a fly on the wall at first. So you have the big game over two hundred yards, and then in twenty eighteen, some adversities dealt your way where you're stretchered off the field. What was that ordeal like to go through? Uh, it was kind of honestly, uh, it was really shocking for me, um, and it honestly uh, was kind of devastating for a little bit, I guess you'd say, because you know. Uh, I was, I feel like I was up in a pretty big game, uh, and then uh, I caught, well, I almost caught a pretty big pass, and then uh, next thing you know, I, I just remember telling the quarterback, like, I could beat him on a go ball, and then uh, the ball went up, and then uh, I came down, and I hit my, my head uh, really hard, and then um, I just remember being on a, like, in front, like, held down by, like, eight different people, and it was kind of like I was in shock for a moment, but other than that... Uh, it was almost like it's just a surreal feeling, and I'm just really glad that I'm able to to talk about it in a positive way and able to, you know, uh, move on and play another play after that. It seemed like you came back pretty quickly, and if I'm right, I believe you caught a touchdown in that game that you did return in. How long did the recovery process take? Um, with concuss, like you, you never really know with concussions because they're always different with every like uh, different different athlete and everything. Um, but, uh, the recovery process definitely took its time. Um, and it took a, it took a little bit of a toll on me, especially trying to come back and, uh, and play right away. Um, or as soon as I possibly could. But, uh, other than that, it was, it, w it wasn't too bad.
did you ever feel like the injury was going to potentially even affect your ability to, to walk or run or get back on the field? Was it that severe or was it more just about your head? No, it was just, I, I felt like I was just like knocked unconscious and I never really had any fear or any worry that it was going to be anything more serious than that. That's good, man. Prayers up for that. Overall at Nevada, what was your experience like there? Because it's a school that gets a lot of attention. Obviously, one of its biggest alumni is Colin Kaepernick. Cody Fajardo, a quarterback now, the franchise guy with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. What was it like playing ball there? Honestly, it was an amazing opportunity, an amazing experience, getting to play in the Mountain West, uh, amazing conference, getting to play uh, all across America uh, in my college career. Uh, it was truly a blessing, something that uh, I'll always take with me and I'll always remember for the rest of my life. What were some of the biggest atmospheres or stadiums that you played in that come to mind for you in the NCAA? Uh, probably one of my favorite games that we played was in 2017. We had a shootout against Colorado State, and they had their they kind of they had their homecoming against us that night, and they just unveiled their. Uh, uh, it was like the brand new stadium and everything, and it was a beautiful facility and everything. Uh, it was amazing atmosphere. Uh, it was freezing outside, and you still saw fans with their shirts off, uh, paint written on them. But at the end of the day, uh, nothing beat uh, playing UNLV at home at Mackey, and just the home crowd and the home environment that you would get. What's that rivalry like? Uh, a lot of animosity. A lot of animosity. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of chirping on the field? Man. <laughs> that says it all. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the best player that you went against at during your time there? Um, uh, probably the best player I competed against. Um Probably when we played uh, Vanderbilt uh, 2018, um, I competed against a corner who was drafted uh, second round by the Dallas Cowboys. What was his name? Uh, I'm trying to remember. Um, I'm trying to think. I think his uh, – I remember tra- – I traded gloves with him, but can't remember what his name was. Now, maybe I'll come to you later. Are there any guys from the Nevada program that – you've played with that are either now in the NFL or the CFL? Uh, yeah, I played with uh, Don Jackson and Lenny Jones, and both of those guys had the uh, – well, Lenny signed with the uh, the Calgary Stampeders, and um, Don signed with uh, the Hamilton Tiger Cats after winning a – excuse me, a Grey Cup with uh, Calgary. Have you talked to any of those guys about what it's like playing in the CFL? Oh, yeah, definitely. I definitely had to talk to them for a little bit and kind of just uh, pick their brains. I also talked to Cody, too, even though uh, I never actually played with him. Just uh, kind of just trying to get a better understanding of everything and uh, just trying to soak in as much knowledge as I possibly can. What did Cody have to tell you? Uh, just a lot of things. Uh, I definitely took in uh, a lot of information from him. Um, a lot of important information, too. Is that a place that you wouldn't mind playing Saskatchewan's known for their rabid fans and they love Cody there in Ryderville. <laughs> There's no place. I, I wouldn't mind playing anywhere. What about your hometown? I would love to. Obviously, you know, you would love to play it's your hometown, but uh, I, I still wouldn't turn off, uh, turn down anywhere else. And in terms of the draft process overall, I would imagine that you would have been preparing for a pro day at Nevada. It probably was canceled. 
Yeah, so it was canceled due to the coronavirus. What steps have you been taking to either get your film out or maybe try to get some sort of test results or measurements to scouts on both sides of the border? Uh, Well, the biggest thing is kind of like your, I guess my strength coaches and everything at the University of Nevada. uh, Like for me, uh, I feel like my time spent in Nevada, uh, I was able to, you know, put not not only a lot of good film together, um, but also uh, put together uh, like good numbers in the weight room that were uh, like, for example, like a 40 yard dash and everything. And um, I guess when scouts are uh, looking for those numbers, or looking for like what if numbers, the, uh, the the only person I can really turn them to is, you know, our strength coaches, uh, like receiver coaches, like they can all vouch for that. But uh, other than that, it's just me, you know, working out day to day and just, you know, if someone asks for a video or something like that, uh, I could obviously provide that for them. But other than that, um, that's basically all I've been doing. What's the best 40 that you've ever run or what would you have run at your pro day? Oh, I definitely think I'm, I would have ran a 4-3. Four, uh, four, Woo, and that's four, some speed. Around 4-3-7, 4-3-8. Do you get that from your dad? Uh, yes, sir. And for people that don't know, your dad played pro football. Were you around for any of that career? Or do you remember uh, talking to him about it? No, I, uh, I wasn't around for it, but uh, I do talk to him about it a lot. And I also, uh, just kind of like being a kid, like I was always around, like uh, the game of football was always played and like always talked about it in my house. And there would always be like people talking to my dad about it and everything, which kind of just, uh, you know, kind of intrigued me a little bit as a kid and always made me wonder, like, I wonder why they're talking to him about that. Like, <laughs> so uh, that's, basically, that's basically it. Doyle Orange, we should say, was your dad's name, and he was drafted by the Atlanta Falcons, I believe, and then played for a couple CFL teams. Is that right? Yes, sir. And has it been talked about that, you know, you could potentially sort of follow in his footsteps and maybe play for some of those same teams? No, yes, sir. Absolutely. Absolutely. Has he helped you out along this journey? Uh, he definitely has, uh, like more than anything, especially with like mentorship and everything, you know, it's so hard to, to get to where you, you're trying to get, especially when you're young and, you know, there's so many distractions when you grow up, especially in the city of Toronto and everything. And the biggest thing for him, uh, and for me when I was younger, you know, he, I always used to be like, yo dad, like, can I go out? Can I do this? I want to do this. I want to do that. And he used to always be like, you know, like. Uh, like Brendan, you gonna understand when you're older, but you know, you say you want all these things, you know, you can't, you can't want one thing and then want, and then want to do the other thing. And I was just like, you know, uh, Dad, uh, like now, now that I look back at it in the situation and the situation that I'm in right now with the position, uh, um, I can look back at it and, and really thank him and say, you're absolutely right. Like, mm-hmm. do you feel like you got a lot of his genes or at least some of his genes? And did your mom play any sports? Uh, I think my mom played a little bit of sports, like in high school. She played like uh, basketball and volleyball, but uh, I definitely got a lot of uh, my dad's athleticism. Um, <laughs> I guess you could say, and then uh, I guess my, my my younger brother did too. Did your younger po- brother play ball too? Uh, he plays basketball for the, for the University of Ryerson. Oh, right on. What what's his name? Uh, Liam Orange. Liam O'Leary Orange. Ryerson's a pretty good program too. Uh, yes, sir. They definitely are. Did you ever think about playing ball at the university level? Uh, I thought about playing uh, CIS and everything um, for a little bit. But then um, I had an opportunity to play uh, Canada Prep, and uh, I just took it and 
took a little bit of a risk and a bet on myself. Mm. What kind of receiver do you see yourself as or do you model your game after any pro receiver right now? Uh, any pro receiver I think I model myself after. Uh, I try to really model myself after Mike Thomas and just try to be a complete receiver and have a complete game. Damn, that's a good one. Have you been talking to teams on both sides of the border over the phone or Zoom or Skype calls or anything like that? Uh, yeah, we, uh, I did a couple of Zoom calls this week and everything. What's that process been like for you? Uh, it's, been, it's been a little bit tricky, but it's uh, trying to load up all the Zoom calls and everything. But other than that, it's been cool. Are there any questions that were a curveball for you or maybe caught you off guard? Uh, nothing, nothing too much. It's just been an exciting op- uh, opportunity and uh, truly blessed to have this opportunity and thankful. And it's always maybe hard to say what could happen in a draft. It's really unpredictable. But do you get a sense of what could happen to you in terms of the NFL draft or the CFL draft? Uh, I don't really have, I just got my, I kind of try my fingers crossed and just hope for the best. And at the end of the day, uh, you know, God doesn't put you in any place that, uh, you weren't meant to be. Mm. Are there anything that people might not know about you that is unique? Um, I like to draw, like I can, like art, like artists. (laughs) So you could draw yourself catching a TD pass on the field kind of thing? Yeah. Cool. Can we see your drawings anywhere on Instagram or Twitter or something like that? Uh, my mom has a bunch of them, like at home in Toronto. Ah, okay. So, what's your focus essentially right now, and then leading up to the draft? Uh, my focus right now is just to work out, and stay in the best shape that I can, and just uh, be ready, you know, and be ready for when a team calls my name. And then uh, once that happens, just be ready to show up and work from day one and give them uh, everything I can. And considering, obviously, the coronavirus, that's maybe limited some people's abilities to go to the gym or different facilities to work out. So are you doing that at home? How are you getting creative with that stuff? Oh, I have a bunch of different uh, weights here, and a bunch of different uh, bands and everything. Um, I'm able to do a bunch of core exercises and a bunch of uh, different, like, strengthening ex- activities with, uh, with different bands and everything. Mm-hmm. Do you get to watch any CFL games while you've been at Nevada, like, can you access them on ESPN down there? Or I think they used to be on NFL Network, too. Do you ever keep up with any of them? Uh, no, I watch a couple of them when I can uh, on the ESPN uh, Network. But I guess you guys are busy enough in season with your own practice and games, right? Yeah, and then we got homework, study hall, all that other stuff. Is Don Jackson trying to get you to come to the Ticats with him? Or hoping for it? Shoot. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> That'd be a good guy to have in your corner as a guy maybe that can sort of relay what you're like in the locker room and all that kind of stuff. Do you think the Ticats are maybe asking Don those kind of questions? Um, I'm sure they, they, they probably asked him their fair share of questions. And would your dad mind? I know he played for both the Argos and the Ticats. Does he have a preference if he had to choose between those two, just considering the heated rivalry between those two teams? Um, I don't. I don't really think he he would have too big of a preference. I'm sure he would just uh, enjoy the fact of, you know, kind of just me just playing and everything. Are there any other players in the league? I know we spoke about teammates earlier, but maybe players that you've played against at the college level that are either in the CFL or the NFL. Uh, I know that there's a there should there should be a, like a, a bunch of them I probably played against, but other than that, uh, I'm not I'm not too really really too sure. 
Awesome, man. Well, Brendan, we appreciate you taking some time out of the schedule to join us and give us a little bit of insight into what you're doing to keep it in shape and your draft process. And we're all really curious to see where you end up in the NFL or the CFL and watching your career get going as a pro. Thank you. I appreciate that so much. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.